Hey, Father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So, what story are we getting into this week? Oh, ooh, that is a hearty book. Okay, I'll try my best. Call back later. You guys, this week we're hopping into a new book, the book of Ezekiel, part one, because it's long. Welcome to another episode of Bible Stories with me, Brianda, Brianda, and joining me another week, the Spanish croquet in L.A., Hey, what's good? Yay! I'm so excited. You guys, Clara treated me like such a princess this weekend, even though she doesn't think she did. But like, she woke me up with like coffee and like would always ask me like if I was hungry. And y'all, we all need a Clara. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to marry you. I will, I'll give you your papeles. <laughs> okay, sorry. Scratch that. Scratch that. So this week's story is going to be longer than our intros because we need to make sure that we do the book of Ezekiel mm-hmm. justice and we're dividing it in three parts mm-hmm. so we do not have time to waste. But is there anything you want to say to the babes? We've missed you. We've missed you. Sorry about missing those weeks last week. I don't want to talk about it right now because uh, we're good vibes, good episode, new episode, Okay. New slate, we'll cut that. Okay. Hey, hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Uh, is over. Okay. Um, anyways, let's get, uh, let's just, uh, is there anything you want to say to the babes, Clara? I'm thinking, but. <laughs> is, is there anything know. you want to say to the babes? We love you. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you so much. And by the way, we have a, New uh, helper uh, member of the Bible Babe crew, and that is Bible Babe David. You have had to have seen him on our comments. He's always in there. We are so appreciative and grateful for his presence as a Bible babe, like he's a mm-hmm. diamond Bible babe. He's so great. And uh, he saw that we were uh, slacking and lacking and offered some help. And we took it. So again, uh, Bible babe photo here, Clara. He is now a- Bible babe of the month. Bible babe of the month. <laughs> <laughs> he is now part of the team. So make sure to, I mean, the Patreon's gonna get a facelift. Our socials are gonna get a facelift in terms of engagement. Like it's just gonna be a little bit more active there. Because uh, we need the help. I can't think of any more house rules, but without further ado, let's hop right into this week's story. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel is a major prophet, which just means that this is a very long book, 48 chapters long to be exact. But we are going to try and get this down in three parts. As always, please make sure, please, 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 please make sure to read along with us because it's juicy and we can't possibly be able to cover everything on the show, okay? But in the meantime, here's a little debrief on El Hombre de la Hora. Ezekiel was exiled to Babylon, just like thousands of other Jerusalem natives. He was sent away in the first round of deportation in around 597 BC. And just a couple years later, he begins prophesying in Babylon. And then a few years after that, Jerusalem finally falls around 586 BC. Now remember, Ezekiel was doing his thing during the same time as prophet Jeremiah and Daniel for that matter. 
Um, but Prophet Jeremiah was in Judah and Daniel was also in Babylon, but in the courts. You know what I'm saying? Ezekiel was in the streets. <laughs> so in other words, Yahweh had a gang of his babies repping him on all coasts at the same time. Isn't that so cool? And a lot of what Ezekiel prophesies about, we know those stories from 2 Kings. They actually already happened. Oh. But he prophesied about them before it occurred. Oh, wow. So it makes it a little high tangy, not high tangy. But the Bible is so cool because it's, I've said this before, but it's not in chronological order, mm -hmm. the way it's laid out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, the stories that the pro these prophets are discussing, they those events don't occur sometimes decades later. It, they're prophecies. Hmm. They're, they're, who am I talking to here? You understand what I'm saying? So if you're confused, it's okay. We understand. Watch a couple other episodes to, to, to get what we mean, okay? If you're new here, sorry. We've been talking about this. You know what I mean? <laughs> sorry. Check out this episode and this episode. And this one for fun. Clara was really funny this episode. You guys, Ezekiel starts us off strong with one of the trippiest chapters of the entire holy Bible. It's up there with Isaiah chapter six. That was weird, okay? He comes from a line of priests, right? Now priests begin their careers at 30. And right before Ezekiel turns 30, he figures, you know, he's just gonna do the priest stuff, right? Well, God had other plans, just like he always does, I tell you. Anyways, one day while Ezekiel was walking along a scenic Babylonian canal, he, got a vision of what he calls God's glory or Yahweh's glory. So buckle up, babes, and grab your snacks because things are about to get weird. Okay, it's a lot of scripture. Clara, add some background music here. Okay, get comfortable. <clears throat> Ezekiel chapter one. Verses four to fourteen. I may add some more if I'm if I'm feeling frisky. As I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out. Oh, not my flight information popping. I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's just no, you're what? My flight information literally oh. just popped into my screen. I'm sorry, guys. Ezekiel chapter one, verses four to fourteen. I may add some more. As I looked. Behold, a stormy wind came out of the north, and a great cloud with brightness around it, and fire flashing forth continually, and in the midst of the fire as it were gleaming metal. And from the midst of it came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had a human likeness, but each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like burnished bronze. Under the wings of their four sides they had human hands, and the four had their faces and their wings thus. Their wings touched one another. Each one of them went straight forward without turning as they went. As for the likeness of their faces, each had a human face. The four had the face of a lion on the right side. The four had the face of an ox on the left side. 
and the four had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces, and their wings were spread out above. Each creature had two wings, each of which touched the wing of another, while two covered their bodies, and each went straight forward. Wherever the spirit would go, they went, without turning as they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches moving to and fro among the living creatures. And the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning, and the living creatures darted to and fro like the appearance of a flash of lightning. Clara, insert photo here of what Ezekiel was looking at. Here. Let me continue reading. Now, as I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the earth beside the living creatures, one for each of the four of them. As for the appearance of the wheels and their construction, their appearance was like the gleaming of beryl, and the four had the same likeness, their appearance and the construction being as it were a wheel within a wheel. When they went, they went in any of the four directions without turning as they went. Oof. I'm going to skip to 22. Over the heads of the living creatures, there was the likeness of an expanse, shining like awe-inspiring crystals, spreading out above their heads, and under the expanse of their wings were stretched out straight one toward another, and each creature had two wings covering its body. And when they went, I heard the sound of their wings like the sound of many waters like the sound of the Almighty, a sound of tumult, like the sound of an army. When they stood still, they let down their wings, and there came a voice from above the expanse over their heads. When they stood still, they let down their wings. I gotta read some more, Clara. Can I read some more? Yeah, for sure. And above the expanse over their heads, there was the likeness of a throne, in appearance like sapphire. And seated above the likeness of a throne was a likeness with human appearance. And upward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw as it were gleaming metal, like the appearance of fire enclosed all around. And downward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw it were the appearance of fire, and there was brightness around him, like the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud on the day of rain. So was the appearance of the brightness all around. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face, and I heard the voice of one speaking. Oh, hallelujah. That was, that, 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 that one's major, guys. All right, so cut the music. Five years into the Babylonian exile, Ezekiel is in the presence of God while not in a temple. Like, what? Instead of entering the priesthood for his 30th birthday, <laughs> Ezekiel is called to be a prophet. 
Oh my gosh, we're the same age. <laughs> not for nothing. And I'm definitely not nothing like Ezekiel. But like, he was 29. I'm 29 now. I'm trying to see the chariots with the fires and the brightness and things. I'm trying to see the four-headed creatures. I'm trying to see God everywhere I go. But also, what am I going to do for my 30th birthday? So, anyways, we don't have time for this. Um, I'll cut that. Um... But the, how trippy is that? That was what he described as God. Ooh, I get chills. I got chills. They're multiplying. Yeah. And I'm losing control. Dun, 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 dun. You know what I'm saying? It's no. electrifying. Oh, I thought you, you were know just making up. Dun, 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 dun. Do, do, do. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to marry you one day. <laughs> I'm going to marry you, and I'm going to marry you again. Okay, chapter two. In chapter two. Oh, yes. Okay. <clears throat> I'm much better now. In chapter two, verse one, God speaks to Ezekiel from his throne. Okay? In verse two of the same chapter, the Holy Spirit lifts Ezekiel up. Actually, the Holy Spirit lifts Ezekiel up in multiple spots of the same chapter and other chapters. I have picked out some of the places where the Holy Spirit lifts Ezekiel or um, sets him up like they physically move him just so we can examine them a bit more closely. Chapter 2, verse 2. And as he spoke to me, the spirit entered into me and set me on my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. Again, in chapter 3, verse 12, then the spirit lifted me up, and I heard behind me the voice of a great earthquake. Blessed be the glory of the Lord from its place. And then again, in chapter 3, verse 14, the spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness, in the heat of my spirit, the hand of the Lord being strong upon me. Again, chapter 3, verse 24. But the Spirit entered into me and set me on my feet, and he spoke with me and said to me, Go shut yourself within your house. That's only part of what that was about. But essentially, God appoints Ezekiel to speak to the people because they are rebellious. They may not believe Ezekiel, but their doubts will be laid to rest because the spirit lives and moves within Ezekiel. We just saw it proven three different times, four different times. Hi, Tangi. It's like when you hear someone who is a top tier singer, a once in a generation type vocalist, a Whitney Houston type, Celine Dion, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like objectively speaking, most singers aren't Whitney. You know, you can't fake that. That gift is seen, felt, and heard from one person or another. It doesn't matter where you come from. It sounds different. And I feel like, you know, at this moment in history, we needed a Whitney-level prophet. The people have been through a lot. <laughs> Think about it. Ezekiel is in a foreign land. Israelites are now refugees in another country. They probably stressed and separated from family. They're hungry. Faith is lost. Ezekiel has a way harder job than other prophets, in my opinion. In my opinion. It's only mine. Okay? 
Even if people don't believe Ezekiel's prophecy 100%, they can never doubt that he holds the truth in his tongue. And that is not a mistake. The Lord chose Ezekiel for this particular job because he could ease the doubts of even those that understood the truth but were not moved to change their lives yet. Sidebar, talk about Ezekiel's commitment. The Lord tells him to eat a scroll, like literally eat it. He cuts his What's hair off. What's a scroll? A scroll. Um, back then, where they needed to write something long, they didn't have book, printing oh, presses. Uh, como un, you know, um, not a papyrus, but oh. un rollo de. Sí, un, yeah, yeah. Exactamente. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't they have a monarchy in Spain? Yeah. I'm sure they got a bunch of rolls. I'm sure we have some somewhere yeah. around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so the Lord tells him to eat this, a scroll to cut his hair off with a battle sword. He told him to fast for a really long time, you know, and Ezekiel does it, no questions asked. While still in Babylon, Ezekiel is commissioned to scatter the hair he shaved off his head mm -hmm. as part of a sign act. You know, these were acts that symbolized the different forms of punishment the Lord is going to bring onto the Israelites. Wait, so he was punishing him? No, no, no. He was using using him, which, listen, the job of a prophet is not an easy one. Mm. By no means, I they're anointed, appointed, and specifically chosen, mm -hmm. right? This is not punishment for him. I had to, I had to scratch an itch. <laughs> The hive, something. The Lord's be the Lord's got his. I'm like, what is she doing? I was itching. My boy, that. No, 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 no. I was itching a hive, and I feel like that's the Lord being like, "Don't mess this up." Um, no, no. The Lord is using uh, uh, Ezekiel's body himself in order to depict the level of punishment that's about to happen to the people. But you mm, have to understand. Getting in his skin to see what humans feel so he can adjust what he's going to pick for later humans. I, I wasn't going in that direction, but let me let me chew on that for a little bit. Okay. Because think of them as like the Lord's soldiers on foot. The Lord's not going to talk to, like, let's be honest. Let's be real, real. These are people that were unfaithful and have a lot of transgressions under their belt. Mm-hmm. A lot of them aren't seeing the Lord in a chariot in the sky with the wheels and whatever. They're not mm. prophets. The job of a prophet is to execute his responsibilities, his task, which is to make people grow in their faith, get to know God, mm -hmm. learn more about God through the prophet's teachings, through the prophet's prophecies. If you're just a whatever schmo saying that, reciting words, it's going to be tough to gain credibility. Right. If you see a man doing all of this on top of being good with his tongue, mm -hmm. I'm gonna believe it. That was, in fact, that's how I view Ezekiel. So I was gonna say, isn't that like in modern times we would say like, um, preach, like that, like act like you preach or something like that? Practice like, what you preach. Practice, yeah, like whatever you preach, like, oh, it should be like that, like show it on your own skin. Isn't that what your behavior? a bit? Sort of, yeah, except it's physical. That I think that applies to not necessarily physical things, like more like live by your principles. Okay. You know, stand on what you believe. Gotcha. Truly. I feel like that would be like the the physical manifestation of what that is. Gotcha. You know, because he went through the ringer, Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. okay. And he did it 
gladly and he would do it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. Man. Yeah, no, a prophet's job is not easy. Now, if you're anything like our resident doubter, Clara, you're probably thinking, wait, how are the people in Jerusalem going to be warned of the punishments that Ezekiel is prophesying about if Ezekiel is in Babylon? Hi, Tanti. Okay, so I know I said that the trippy vision of God's glory in uh, in a four-handed chariot was weird, but it gets even weirder. Some biblical scholars claim that the Spirit of God actually teleported Ezekiel to Jerusalem at this time so they could be warned ahead of time before it was their turn in Babylon. Because like I said, you know, they went in waves, the refugees, the exile. You know what? I believe it. I believe it. I know you do. I, I don't believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And you want to know why I believe it so much? I believe it in my muscles. I believe it in my bones. You want to know why? Why? Because I be praying for the Lord to teleport me to places. <clears throat> I really do. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, teleport me to the promised land, Lord. <laughs> Lord, teleport me to a place. Don't you think it's more like a metaphor for something? It could. It could be. Clara, I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers at all. Is there any other time in the Bible where the Lord teleports to anybody that we that you know or that you remember? Of? Uh, yeah. The, um, give me some. Give me some time. Here's the thing. And I've said, okay, I'll, let me start with this answer, and then I'll think of an example. Hmm. Prophets are not like us in that they're. Um, The books that they write or that they have written along with other scribes hmm. don't abide by the same laws of physics as the other writers hmm. or people. Hmm. You know, like this wouldn't be the first time that we had a prophet kind of look like he teleported or was talking about the, the, the past in the future And vice versa. Like, I know that sounds trippy. So and like I'm trying to give you time? An, pardon? Charlene time? Time traveling, yes. Oh. Yes, exactly. Where they use certain tenses and, and utilize certain events before they happen in a way that is very much time traveler's wife. Poster here. <laughs> also, shout out to my friend, <laughs> Natasha. I love you, Nati. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So... I And I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes I really, and that was not a joke, sometimes I do pray for that. Like sometimes I'll pray for some things and I'm not saying that that could happen to me. It can't happen to me. But I choose to believe because it makes the story make sense for me. No, but I really do believe it. Okay. Yeah, Y'all, if only you saw Clara's face right now. No, no, I'm not judging you. I don't, you know me, I, don't, me. I don't judge you. I don't think you're judging me at all. Um, I just generally think it's a... It could be a metaphor. a metaphor. It could be, and it would make sense. I don't have the answers. Some biblical scholars agree with you. Mm. Some, oh, like Not every scholar thinks that he actually teleported. Mm -hmm. It just would make the most sense given the way it was written. But I don't know. Why don't you go? You guys, why don't you, why don't you go read it? Huh? Why don't you go pick up the book, huh? 
I encourage you to do that, huh? Anyways, I have an honorable mention in the first part of the book of Ezekiel is the fact that God shapes his personality to better equip him for his tasks at hand. Even if it got to get a little unlikable to the masses. Let's go to some scripture. We are going to go to Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 8 to 9. Behold, I have made your face as hard as their faces and your forehead as hard as their foreheads. Like emery, harder than flint, have I made your forehead. Fear them not, nor be dismayed at their looks, for they are a rebellious house. Hi, Tangie. Not hi, Tangie! Of course, I'm going to bring this as an experience that reminded me of this. <clears throat> because that scripture in particular provided me with a lot of comfort. Okay. As a kid, I was very reclusive. I ate lunch by myself. I was, But it wasn't because I didn't have friends. I did have some friends, okay? So I just, I just socializing always caused me a lot of stress. I didn't know it back then, but in hindsight, I know what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I would try and avoid it. it I didn't want to be uncomfortable like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I used to hate that part about me. But reading that verse reminds me not to be too harsh on myself when it comes to my own personality. God makes no mistakes. If there's a trait or quality about yourself that you aren't really that fond of, Find peace in knowing that that very trait will come in handy eventually, if it hasn't already. For real. Like, if I didn't spend this much time by myself or whatever, blah, blah, and I'm not trying to promote this, go, my friends, please, people. Being alone is not great for too long. But it made me really reflective and very, like, I don't know, peace is very important to me. I like to keep the peace. You know mm. what I mean? No drama over here. And I got that because I spent a lot of time by myself. Hey, another another super important thing is that you get to know yourself and you need to get to know yourself because most people don't know themselves and that's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah, balance, true. balance is key. Exactly. Balance because also being too unnecessarily reclusive is not the best thing. Exactly. You, you can get you to know to yourself little, to you the know. point where you're not getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. You're getting to know your fears a little too closely. They start to possess your whole body, your whole, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to be there. We don't want to go there. That We don't do that. The Bible babes, we don't do that, okay? Say yes to those plans. Don't be happy when they cancel. I mean, I, I do get a little happy when, when plans get canceled. I'm not going to lie. Such an introvert. Sometimes I'm like, yes, yes. You can't come because of, don't worry, girl. Don't even send that text. It's fine. I'm okay. Just being my kitty cat. Oh, and I'm still single. Oh, this is not good. This is not good. I feel like I'm becoming like what men like talk about negatively about women. Like, what are you, 30 with a cat? It's like, yeah, <gasps> I'm 30 woman. with a cat. Like, you only have one cat. I think like they speak negatively. But I want to get like another. 20 cats and it's just you and the 20 cats. I guess I'm not going to get a second cat, but like I've thought about it. In sum, the first seven chapters of Ezekiel depict Ezekiel's divine calling. <laughs> to speak against the people of Israel and remind them that God is going to bring another wave of exile and judgment to his people. What sets Ezekiel apart from other prophets is how specific he recorded the Lord's instructions and warnings. Like, 
If Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Daniel, Habakkuk, all of them were in a class together in high school, Ezekiel was probably sitting in the front, always raising his hand with a color-coordinated highlighted notebook with pages filled front and back. He was super detailed, especially when talking about punishments pertaining to specific sins. For example, if the leaders in Jerusalem oppressed the poor to get rich, now the Lord is making all that money they were hoarding as like as worthless as monopoly money in real life. If they sacrifice their own children, now families are gonna be cannibals and eat one another. If you worshiped idols in order to bring more pizzazz in your life, the Lord is gonna make sure your bones get scattered below those same idols. Yeah. But we also learn more about remnants that the Lord uh, um, provides Ezekiel with that insight, how there will be people that remain alive. The Lord is going to make the punishments fit the crime. But hold up. He also mentions that not everybody is going to get God. People will remain alive and he'll let some sinners escape. But don't get that mercy twisted. He's going to spare lives so that some live to tell the tale of how these punishments played out. The people are going to know the Lord is king, okay? But let's go into some scripture and read about it. We're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 6, verses 8 to 10. Yet I will leave some of you alive. Then those of you who escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive. How I have been broken over their whoring heart that has departed from me and over their eyes that go whoring after their idols. We're going to skip to 10. And they shall know that I am the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would do this evil to them. Okay, let's get to moral of the story. Okay, moral of the story. Moral of the story is, there are too many moral of the stories to count in the first chunk of the book of Ezekiel, but this one is the one that struck me to my core for today. At the end of the day, everyone will know God. Yeah, I said what I said. Bite me! Everyone's going to have their own one-on-one with him. That final day of judgment. But not everyone is going to submit. Not everyone's going to love them. That's true. What these prophecies show us time and time again is that the Lord is fair and just, even in our due punishments. Today, Ezekiel reminded me that God's punishments always serve a greater purpose, and that includes getting us to know who he is. (gasps) Hey, Father. How'd I do? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Actually, now that I have you on the line, Clara asked me an hour ago if we could FaceTime. Could we uh, organize that? I don't know. It'll just be your little secret. No? Okay. We got to order a red phone, Clara. Says we got to get a red phone. He's not really into this. (laughs) 